Welcome to the Expert Hour, a podcast where I interview a guest on a topic that I say they're an expert on, but really it's some subject they know nothing about. If you like the show, please give us five stars on iTunes and leave a review. It takes like five seconds. It'd be super nice of you. All right, we're going to start the show. Hello and welcome to the Expert Hour. I'm your host, Kenneth Martin, and today we have a very special guest for you. That is Annie Nishida. Annie, welcome to the program. Thank you. And so Annie is an expert on something that's not near and dear to my heart, something I know nearly nothing about, and that is death metal. So uh, first off, I, I don't know what genre our listeners are into very much, but I think we're going to have to go back to basics for a lot of these people. They're, they're kind of dummies who only know top 40 and All stuff right. like that. All right. Makes sense. Um, yeah. So ha, what is death metal? What, what kind of, how would you describe it Just in the simplest terms? So death metal is a subgenre of rock music, and it is characterized by a quick tempo, a distorted sound, and lyrics about death and or communicating with the dead. Okay. So, wh- so th- what separates this from metal? Like if I, just regular old metal, like if I called a band metal and they were death metal, would that make you really mad? Of, of course it would. I mean, death metal right. is its own thing. And to be considered death metal, you do have to meet a few requirements. Um, okay. Yeah. What, what, are, what are some of those standards? So... Death metal is, like I said, it is about death and communicating with the dead. So the lyrics are a huge deal, and most people don't know this, but death metal songs are actually small rituals that are put on by these bands to communicate with the dead people that they select for that song. Oh, wow. So through this music, you can actually talk to spirits yes well if the spirits want to be communicated with Otherwise, right it's got to be just kind of yeah they can just ignore it oh yeah just leave these death metal guys on does that kind of ruin a concert if you can't get any communication it does it's a real buzzkill actually right i'd imagine yeah um so yeah uh i i'm assuming you've been to death metal shows then Yes, I've been to quite a few. Okay. Uh, what's the atmosphere there like? I mean, I'm sure people are amped that they'll get to talk to maybe like their like grandma who died or so- something. Yes. So there's a lot of energy in these shows. And right. sometimes you'll see people with their eyes closed and arms up in the air and you th- if you just look at them, you think, oh, they just really like this music. But no, they're actually communicating with their dead loved ones in the moment. Wow. Oh, that's, that is, that's got to be a beautiful sight. Yes, it is. And it would be even more beautiful if the sound wasn't as loud. But 
in order for the dead yeah, to kind of, sound needs to be kind of loud. Yeah, it kind of puts you in a weird position of like having your ears kind of pummeled by that while you're trying to have this nice moment. Um, you know, maybe hearing the final wishes of someone you liked or whatever. Right. But that's cool. Um, so uh, these shows do kind of get known for people getting very, very rowdy, though. Uh, like you said, there's a lot of energy there. Um, I, I think anyone who's familiar with rock certainly knows of, like, the pit. Mm-hmm. People say go into the pit. But some, some of our listeners might not be aware of what the pit is. And can, can you maybe describe that and maybe what makes it different the, the pits in the death metal scene versus maybe other rock scenes. Yes. So when you see pits in the death metal scene, you're watching people fight for, or to be in the position to contact their loved ones. Oh, so it's limited space. Yeah. Limited space. Um, really only the most energetic, the loudest people can get in there. And, that's why you oh, see people okay. pushing so much. They want to be in there. They want to be in that space. They want to be in that zone to be heard. Right. Oh, okay. I can see that. And now I've heard of the wall of death. Is that a real thing that happens at these shows? Yes, that is a real thing that does happen. Um, what, what is, can you describe that to our listeners? Yes. So the wall of death is... A, it's a human barricade that amazing. Um, so when people can link arms or put their arms around each other and just like really pull their energy together. Um, usually, these people do know each other and they do have a specific person in mind. So if they know that this person in the afterlife doesn't want to talk to anybody. They can really just put all their energy together and make themselves heard. Oh, so that's kind of like a gang almost. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Uh, have you ever been a part of one of these walls of death? I have not. No, you're, you're more... Uh, you just have kind of more solo interest in who you're trying to talk to or... Yeah, yeah, that way. I'm not not like a bandwagoner or anything. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm sh- that brings up something I was wondering. I'm sure there's obviously the real diehards like yourself, but as with any scene, I'm sure there's some posers. What, what are some ways that you can spot someone who's a total poser? Um, anybody who's wearing Metallica shirt. I, I was going to say, so Metallica is... They're not death metal. They are not death metal. They are just regular old mainstream metal. Yeah, lamestream. Oh yeah. To me, yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Metallica shirt. Um. Usually the ones that are head banging during the shows. Those are posers. They think that's what they're supposed to do because they like regular metal. But what you're really supposed oh. to do is close your eyes, listen to the music. And try to talk mentally. Right. That, okay, yeah. That is one of the most interesting ways to talk as well. I, so they think they're headbanging and they're kind of looking cool. Well, people like you are just looking at them like, what the? Right, like death metal is not about uh, yeah. looking cool. 
It's about communication. No. What And what would you say is the look? It's certainly not trying to be cool. What What is kind of the standard outfit you'd see? Um, you see people sometimes in shirts with a picture of their loved one on it or just really any dead person. Like if you see someone at a show with a picture of like Tupac, you'd be like, oh, they're here for the death metal. Right. A Tupac shirt is usually a good sign. Someone's, someone's listening to this kind yeah. of music. Uh, but it's not all about the shows, right? I mean, you can listen to this music at home. You can stream it. Uh, does it is it kind of a different purpose there or no? Um, so I would say when you're at home alone or in your car, that's, it's not really to communicate with the dead in that moment. That's just kind of sending little vibes to that loved oh, one. Like, hey, okay. someone's trying to contact you. Just you can, FYI. It's not going to happen yeah. yet, but it will soon. Yeah, just maybe get ready. Yeah. Like, while you're in heaven or wherever. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a good question. Where... um. Do death metal people have a, do they tend to all have a similar religious upbringing or are they, do they vary? Um, it varies. Most people who like death metal do not believe in heaven, actually. Oh, okay. They just believe that there is like this kind of invisible wall that separates the living from the dead. So we can both coexist in one space. I would say, but oh, we can't okay. see them. They can see us when right. they want to. Right, of course, yeah. Oh, so you don't, at a show, ever actually see one of these people? No. Okay. Oh, like you said, it's just the mental communication. Correct. Okay. Well, that makes sense then. Uh, have there been, I mean, mostly this sounds like a good experience. Obviously, we've heard of... You know, like you said, sometimes no no one gets to meet anyone. I'm sure that kind of ruins the whole night. But have there ever been any kind of worse experiences than that? Have things ever t- gone really bad? Yeah, all the time, actually. So when people... Oh, wow. So when the dead are contacted and they don't want to talk to anybody, they kind of just shrug it off. But if you keep bothering that person, that's when things can kind of go wrong Um, you'll see like maybe like something fall from the sky, like something small maybe, but if maybe like a bigger concert, if too many people are trying to talk to them, that's when you see like chandeliers fall or things collapse. Oh no. Okay. So this is a dangerous genre to be into. Would you say that? Oh, definitely. Uh, That's probably part of the thrill. I Uh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I guess you never know what the dead are going to be up to. Right, it's like... Well, yeah. you guys do more than us, but still. Yeah. That, uh, that, well, that... Okay. So, obviously, there's this kind of common thread throughout of the intent of all of these death metal bands. But obviously, they're, they're different bands, you know? They're not all just one sound that are all sounding exactly the same. Right. There's obviously, like, huge differences between them. Right. Um, what, what, uh, well, okay, let me ask who, 
uh, as Mark Maron would say, who, who are your guys? Who, who are your top, and, but I, unlike him, will not be sexist. Who are your people? Who are your top five, uh, top five death metal bands? Um, let's see. That's, that's pretty tough. There's so I'm many sure. good ones. I'm sure. Narrow it down. Yeah. I would say that Korn is maybe, maybe in the top two. Wow. Okay, so corn is death metal. Yes. People don't know that. Okay. Oh, they kind of like keep it a secret that, that that's the genre they're working in or Yeah, mostly for marketability reasons. Like right. not everybody thinks that death metal's a thing that you should listen to. So they have to mix some regular metal in there as well. Yeah. But you know in their heart that they're, they're believers. Correct. I mean, that's why they're called corn. They started so they could communicate with their old family members who were farmers, corn farmers. Oh, that that makes so much sense. And uh, oh, that might be. Is that why they have the that backwards R? Like that's kind of like the wall. Yes. Yeah. Maybe? Exactly. Oh. This, uh, I got to go home and listen to some more corn yeah. now after this. Yeah, definitely. Try to see if I can get those vibes yeah. from, from my, the dead people I know. Um, okay, so you got corn in your top two. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, who are some of the other big hitters? Um, there is co- this band called Cattle Decapitation. Oh. And that was a band that was formed to try to communicate with dead animals. It was very experimental. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure that they had to break a lot of ground doing that. Oh, yeah. And what's cool about them is that some most of the time, they are not able to communicate with these dead animals, but they keep trying. That is cool. And that's, <laughs> that's what... <laughs> people like about them is their determination <laughs> wow yeah i mean in some ways they're even more impressive to me than corn now because like you said corn kind of sold out not completely but they have those kind of t- mainstream hits whereas what was it cattle decapitation yep. they stay true to their work right they stay true to themselves it seems like a lot of these are really rural based yeah yeah i mean there's there's not much to do in the Midwest. So. Yeah, I guess that's true, yeah. <laughs> like, the dead are probably having more fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, whatever we're up to. Okay, so that's kind of the top two. Who are some of the, just a couple other big-name death metal people? Um, we have bands that are named after how people die, like suffocation, suicide, hanging. Oh, so just kind of niche markets. Right. Uh, okay. I guess that's a good idea to just kind of corner corner one type of death and like we're okay, you come to our show, we're only talking to these right. people. Don't I'm sure there's of course people who make the mistake and it's like, "Oh, I went to a hanging show." And they're like, "Yeah, but he did it himself. You're supposed to go to a suicide." Yeah. Right. To the wrong right. Uh yeah. So is this a pr- pretty strictly regimented genre? Like, you, you really got to, like, know your stuff before you just kind of dive in? Yeah. I mean, if you 
if you kind of just go into it blind, you're just going to get lost. You're going to be bombarded by all of these different types of deaths that people have suffered or the different types of dead people. Probably by like guys with huge shoes, just like pushing everyone around and like jumping on everyone. Right, right. Okay, well, that that brings up another thing. So these death metal concerts obviously are kind of very spiritual events to go to, but do they ever play festivals? Like, if you went to Warp Tour, would you be able to see a death metal band? Sometimes. Um, usually at night, because... Of course. Uh, I mean, the death, the dead are nocturnal. So if you try to communicate with them in the daytime, they're going to be asleep and you won't have any luck. Yeah. Or they're at brunch. Yeah. Like, or they can't talk right then, probably. Yeah. That, that makes sense. What, um, do they get big crowds at those shows? Like, do lots of people go? Um, it depends. That's where you see a lot of the posers who just hear some kind of loud oh, music. Yeah. And they're like, oh, is this, is this sleeping with sirens? No, it's not. Okay, so that Sleeping with Sirens is on the, the naughty list. Nope, they are not They're good. definitely not. Yeah. Okay, so they're not part of this. Nope. Um, have, there, have there ever been, like, death metal feuds between bands? There have been. Um, so, I mean, there are different types of death metal, um, like right. feminist death Suicidal death, Christian death metal. Um, Oh, that's got to be a weird. Yeah, so Christian death metal is actually when they when people try to talk to Jesus, who may or may not be dead. Oh, that's got to just cause a whole bunch of confusion for them. Yeah, so these these like bands within their little subgenres, they kind of feud with each other because they're the ones who want to talk. To like, if you're a feminist death, you want to talk to Emily Dickinson. You don't want this other band to be able to. Right. Yeah. I'm sure it would be really frustrating if they did get to like, well, this is our whole thing. Right. I can't, I can't imagine cattle decapitation. I can't imagine the reaction if someone else got to talk to a goat. Right. Right. I mean, they'd probably kill somebody on their own. Yeah. Okay. And that was one of my other questions. Do do people in these bands ever kill people themselves to kind of like open up communication lines? Like, Hey, we're sending, sending this guy over. Um, there, there is a, a little, I understand if you're not allowed to say, (laughs) I mean, there's this little group of death metal bands. It's called satanic metal and they do human sacrifices for that purpose. Um, wow. But that's kind of like underground because they don't want the cops hearing about it. They don't want it to be in the news. So it's really more just for their um, use, for their purposes. Right. They don't want you tweeting about like, oh, come to their show. Tag yourself. Right. You went. Right. Have, have you been to one of those shows? I have been. Very interesting. Congratulations on surviving it. Thank you. It was close. It was a close one. I'm sure, yeah. Uh, did you get to participate then in sacrificing a human? To th- I did. So I got to, they had Amazing. a few of us just kind of hold this person down. I got to hold the left foot down. Oh, 
That's amazing. Yeah. That had to be such a cool moment. It was it was amazing. Yeah. Wow, I can't imagine. Would would you do it again or kind of one time's enough? You know, I think witnessing somebody be killed, I think I think one time is good. Yeah. Like everyone should do it once, but yeah. like don't don't get hooked right. on that. Right. Then you become just kind of a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool then. Have you yourself ever been part of a death metal band? I have not, and that's just because the, it is, there are a lot of different guidelines that you have to follow to be in a death metal band. You need to have a certification, which I do not have because it costs money, and oh, there's a lot what's of hours the certification? involved. Um, so you need to have a sponsor who is currently certified and, oh, man. and you have to go through different training. So you'll learn different rituals, different spells, different ways to, what like, are some of the other spells? Um, just how to communicate with people who are, I would say like going towards the bright light. So not quite alive, not quite dead. Um, oh, Oh, okay. Interesting. So learning to talk to people at different points in death and life. Right. Um, so you have to do that. There's a lot of fees to pay, which I'm sure. kind of makes this controversial because people say it's capitalism. Yeah. When it's supposed to kind of just be this pure, like, social event. Right. And they've kind of monetized it. Right. Okay, well, I can see how that could be irritating. Have you ever known or, like, or dated anyone in a band like this? Or One of my best friends was actually certified death metal. Wow. She was a bassist in a band. Cool. Um, she didn't stay there for long, though, because, like, as I said, bad things happen at shows sometimes, and at one of her shows, um, she got one of the lights from above her just dropped right on her foot. Oh, man. Yeah, and she was like, that's it. Not worth it. Yeah. I, she, I liked that foot. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that would be enough to put you off forever. Uh, even if, you know, you've, you've seen human sacrifice maybe, but, like, it's different when it's your foot getting, like, stomped on. Or right, like, like a I didn't ask it. for that. Yeah, no. I I knew someone would die at that other one. I thought this was just going to be fun. Yeah. At this, yeah, that makes sense. So, th- when when did this genre kind of start up? What do you know the origins of it? Yeah. So it started during the the depression, the Great Depression in the nineteen thirties. <laughs> oh wow, this is a very old. Yeah, extremely old. Um, that's because a lot of people back then were dying from starvation and being poor. Um, so death metal was an attempt to talk to those who had perished because there were so many of them. That makes sense. Were there even, were there electric guitars back then or was it just kind of like a different sound? There were electric guitars back then. I think the first electric guitar was sold in 1931. Yeah. So a little bit of a different sound because technology wasn't up to par but you still had the kind of growling, the kind of unintelligible lyrics that you yeah. have today. And 
would you say the genre is still going strong or is it kind of in a decline? What, what are the state of things in death metal today? Well, today there are 198 registered death metal bands, according to wow. the Association of Death Metal, the ones who certify everybody. But there are probably a okay. lot more that are underground. Oh, okay. Now, how do these underground bands feel about a band like Korn? Like someone who's got some success with it. I mean, they say that, like, oh, we're never going to sell out. We're never going to be them. But, I mean. They would. Yeah, they definitely would because the bands who are the most successful are the ones who get to talk to the dead the most often. Right, yeah. So, pretty easy incentive to do it. Uh, Now, I've. I've just been thinking all throughout this. I've had a question. Is does the movie Coco, the animated film, reflect the death metal culture in some ways? It does in a way. So when that movie came out, I was not sure what to expect. I thought that it right. was somewhat sure. appropriating the death metal culture. Um, but they got a lot of stuff right actually especially how oh, really? the dead look with no flesh and just bones they look right, like skeletons right. and are they are they kind of right on how the dead like they can just like fall apart or put themselves back together and they have like kind of prat falls and stuff so that is um i think that was a little bit of pixar embellishment yeah, yeah. um they can't do that if something falls apart you cannot put a skeleton back together. There's no way to do it? Even with the power of death metal? I mean, not unless they have crazy glue in the afterlife, but they they don't. Not yet, anyway. Not, yeah. Uh, There's got to be some bands working on that. Right. But um, progress takes time. Yeah. It's hard to get that kind of stuff across, I'm sure. Um, So... Okay, and then another big question I had then with the skeletons, will can you play them like a xylophone and they'll make different noises? Sometimes, yeah, sometimes no. It depends <laughs> okay. on the size of the person. The smaller people, like if a child died, probably not because their bones haven't developed yet. So they're kind of the pitches, same yeah. size and like small. But if you get like a really old person, like, let's say, 85 years old, then, yeah, you can play them like a xylophone. Nice. I bet that's got to be fun to kind of do at a concert. If, if they'll let you, I'm sure. Yeah. Again. Yeah. This is all, this is all assuming the dead. Uh, okay, I guess that makes sense. And so there is still the pit, and there are the people with their eyes closed. Is there, is there like, moshing at these shows? Uh like, is there aggression kind of in the middle of all this? I know you said it can get heated because some people, you know, everyone wants to talk and there's only limited space. Right. So things can get heated at times. Usually it's the real death metal lovers versus the posers. Because posers oh, are yeah. used to moshing and everything. And they don't and really respect. And that weird dance thing. Yeah. Right. Where they're like kicking their legs up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so people can easily get into a fight with a poser, but usually not between death metal and death metal 
people. Okay, cool. So it's a safe environment as long as you're not, you know, they're trying to appropriate their culture. Right. Or I, are you seeing more and more people in Coco shirts now? I have. I, I went to a show uh, maybe was it a couple weeks ago. Oh, who'd you see? I saw this band called Flaming Corpse. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're, they're really good. Is um, that, did you have to die by being on fire then? Is that yeah, well, it's thing? for okay. it's for witches. Oh, oh, great! It, is it for like people persecuted as witches, or only like actual real life witches? The people who were persecuted as witches, the ones that got burned. Right, right. So yeah, so, but so real witches, you're not going to get to talk to them. Probably not. Yeah, see, th- this a- is why I I would need to do more research before going to one of these. Still, uh, I would have been I would have been trying to talk to a real witch the whole time. Is, yeah, and then would, that's on yeah. me. Yeah, nobody would have liked you. No, I'm sure. And I was I was gonna wear my every time I die shirt. Is that? Th- are they death metal or no? They are definitely not death metal. Oh, okay. No, they're not even so. real metal. Oh, right. That, well, they had that Panic at the Disco guy on their song. <laughs> right. Yeah. But and Panic at the Disco also not, or? They, so most people don't know this, but they can, some of their songs can be considered death metal because of the subject matter. Right. Uh, interesting. I definitely, yeah, I wouldn't have suspected them, but that's very right. interesting. Right. I mean, sometimes you hear um, Brendan Yuri saying things that are, you can't really understand. It doesn't really make sense. You can't really like hear what he's saying. That's yeah, him speaking in tongues um, oh. to try to communicate. So it's kind of hidden in their songs. Oh, interesting. And then, so, obviously this was kind of a big controversy back in the Led Zeppelin days, the idea of backmasking. If you play mm-hmm. a song backwards, you'll hear messages. I gotta assume that happens in death metal, or are they just so overt with their message that you don't really need to do that? Um, it, it happens sometimes. You mostly see it with the more mainstream bands. Right, because, they're trying to be, like, cool still. Right, right, and... I mean, they're the ones who want, like, teenagers to listen to their music, so can't get a mom to approve of music that is overtly trying to talk to the dead. Right. Okay, so have there been kind of political movements against death metal? There have been mostly parents. So Um, mothers. They just don't understand. They they really don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Yeah. So, uh, are there have politicians ever landed one way or another? Uh, you got to think maybe someone running on a pro death metal thing would. Oh, I don't know. Would they have a shot, or would that sink them? Um, you know, I would say it would. It would not sink them actually, because most people believe that there is an afterlife, and I mean, we have our normal quote-unquote rituals where we go to the cemetery we leave things for the dead so 
I would say that. But are you kind of, through the quote-unquote, are you saying you would never go to one? Um, Cemetery. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that just not seems doing like fake, anything. That's, that's dumb. Right. You're just wasting money. Yeah. Yeah. It is expensive to go to those. Right, and I mean, dead people don't even like flowers. They can't do anything oh, with see, flowers. Oh, I get that makes. I never thought of that. But are they? They're probably like allergic. A lot of them. Yeah, I mean, a lot of dead people do develop allergies that, like, in their afterlife, that they wouldn't have oh, had otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like worse. Yeah. Or I guess just in that respect, at least. Right. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I think you're right. Maybe I mean maybe we could someday see a politician who would wear uh, a corn shirt. And, yeah. You know, it'd be n- be nice to have seen that in their past. Um, you know that they loved going to like a like a morbid angel show. Right. Like I would vote for that person. I don't see why anyone wouldn't. Yeah, and I think you could probably bully anyone who wouldn't online. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You, and I th- I'd happily join in on that. It became kind of cool to do. So, uh, I guess, I mean, I've, I've learned a lot about death metal. I, I'm sure the listeners have too. I, my main question is, where would, where would you tell someone to start? What, what, what's a good entry point? Like, maybe, maybe not one of the best but is there like an album or a, a, a specific festival or show like what how should a neophyte get started let's see well i i would say that you do need to know the history of death metal first thoroughly probably. so maybe go to the wikipedia page maybe look at the history <laughs> there just kind of yeah. get an idea of what it is That's a, um, it's got to be a quick read I am looking yeah. at it now, and it's incredibly long, but uh, that's all right. I mean, you can skim. That's fine. Okay, okay yeah, so you don't need to totally know. Just, no, just know be able to say what it is, like yeah. what the goal is. Because I bet you'll get quizzed by some you know, older fans especially. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so once you have kind of a background there, I would say maybe start with... Megadeth. Um, oh, okay. Oh, so Metallica isn't, but Megadeth is. Right, right. Well, it's in their name, I guess. It is in their name. There's, they're shouting at everybody. This is what we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pay attention. Um, okay, so yeah. Megadeth. That, yeah. I can see something there because they always have like that skeleton guy. Yeah. Oh, wow. They really did know a lot about this. I, I kind of never gave them enough credit. Right, most people don't. Yeah, and that's got to be... It makes me wonder, did Metallica kind of do work against death metal? I would probably, yeah. 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 It's almost like they wanted to shut it down. Yeah, kind of like how Britpop was the answer to grunge, that kind of thing. Yeah. Man. Those those guys, they they just suck so bad. I, and I'm saying that for all the new listeners we'll probably be getting. Oh yeah, they they need metal, to know. The death metal fans. They need to know. And if you have a Metallica shirt, put that in your sink 
and put it down the garbage disposal because we we don't need we don't need any rem- remainder of that. Please. <laughs> I I think at least from our listeners, save that yeah, for yeah. some other podcast that you like. Um, well, yeah, this has been very informative. Do you, do you have any final thoughts? Final things you'd want to say on death metal in general? Um. Well. I am going to pitch a project that the death metal oh, great. community I'm excited to hear has been working on. So we are working on a streaming service, kind of like Spotify, but oh, okay. with only death metal. It's going to be called Death Tunes. Um, that name is death pending, right. so we don't want to get sued by iTunes. Oh, someone else owned that? or Right. right. Oh, yeah, I guess it's kind of close. Yeah, so we're trying to work on a crowdfunding campaign for that. We have a couple of investors right now. Um, oh, wow. But they're kind of posers, but we also need their money. You take their uh, money, So yeah. we would love it if real death metal fans could come in and contribute, maybe give us some feedback on our platform. Are, th- are there prizes for them if they... Support the Kickstarter there are, or yeah. whatever crowdfunding so you did. So for a dollar, you'll get thank you online. But if you donate $100, you get free streaming for three months and oh, that's free tickets to three shows of your choice. Wow. That's a pretty good deal. And so, well, so is this music not on Spotify? It is, but it has been censored in a way. They've <laughs> okay. changed the tempo, so oh. it's not really death metal. Oh, of course, the, such a corporate company. You can't trust yeah. them. That, that's uh, it's amazing the lengths they'll go to to work against creatives. Right. I never would have thought they would change the tempo on right, songs. Right. That is messed up. I know. Well, I, I definitely wish you all the best of luck in that. I, I feel like I feel like it'll be successful, especially after getting kind of the bump here. Oh, definitely. Well, uh, Annie, yeah, thank you for coming to the show. I'm excited to check out some death metal. I'm sure our listeners will too. And hey, m- maybe I'll see you in the pit the next show. Yeah, don't wear a Metallica shirt though. <laughs>